0: Welcome back to the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message from Luke chapter 11, verse 2, entitled The Purpose of Prayer. Ultimately, this part of the model prayer, the part that says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, won't be fulfilled until the millennium and then in the eternal state. Still, we are to pray for God's rule and resolve to be accomplished in our own lives. Here's Pastor Tim.
1: All right, you ready? You have to surrender to him. If you're going to be aligned to him, then you have to. Let's look at it together. Here are three things in this passage that you need to do. Number one, surrender to the reign of God. Surrender to the reign of God. He says, Your kingdom come. What do you have to have to have a kingdom? you got to have a king, right? And you only get one. You know, I, I am sure that in Great Britain today, even though they've got their own little thing, there's somebody who's saying that guy ought not be the next king. I should be the next king, or this guy should be the next king, or that girl should be the next queen, whatever. You know, they're going to go through all kinds of stuff over there to decide, trying to decide who's the king. Well, decide this. Jesus is the king. He's the king. You're not the king. Your family's not the king. Society is not the king. Your desires are not the king. Your needs are not the king. Jesus is the king. If I'm going to say, God, Father, your kingdom come... The one thing I'm asking him for is, I want him to be the king. I want him to be on the throne. Well, he's on the throne. And he is the king. He's the king of all kings, right? So what does that mean for me? Then I have to be the subject. What word do you hear in there in subject? Submit. Submit. I have to surrender to him. I have to acknowledge, Lord, you are my king. And I am your servant. I am your subject. What you say is right is right. What you say is wrong is wrong. What you say do, I'll do. What you say don't do, I'll not do. You have to surrender to his reign. To his lordship. That's a good New Testament word, isn't it? You surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. The Bible says that in all things, He wants to have the preeminence in your life. He wants to have first place. So you're giving Him first place. Lord, Your kingdom come. There is a little bit of different trains of thought concerning this, um, concerning this request. Lord, let your kingdom come. Some see it simply as the millennial kingdom, the eternal state. God, allow that to come. So that would mean then that this prayer that Jesus gives to his disciples is one that's not going to be fulfilled. If that's all that means, your kingdom come, then that hasn't been fulfilled yet, and it's not going to be fulfilled until Jesus comes back. I think there there is a, a purpose behind praying for Jesus to come, to set up His earthly rule. I do think that. But I think this verse carries far more. Yes, the kingdom of God is there and is coming. But Jesus also said the kingdom of God is within you. Spirit of God dwells in you. He's there. So who's supposed to sit on the throne of your heart? He is. That's why he's there. He wants to be the king of your life. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your reign be present in me. I surrender to you as the king. That means then that he has the final say on all things in your life. Number two. We need to learn to surrender to the resolve of God, the resolve of God, the will of God. And that's what he says in that next phrase, your will be done. Let your will be done. (laughs) You know, there is a volitional part of all of us, that, that part that has values, that has preferences, that makes decisions. God has volition God has a will and he has preferences and he has an agenda so this is how it builds if he is the king then who gets to set the agenda the subjects or the king the king Talk about making adjustments. I mean, there, there are plenty of things <laughs> that I'm sure I have preferences on that are not God's preferences, you know? So, is He supposed to yield to mine? Because I live in the 21st century? Because, because I'm serving Him? Maybe He should change His mind about me and what He wants me to do. No, it's my job to adjust to whatever it is that He wants out of my life and through my life. So I'm surrendering to His resolve. I'm surrendering to His will. Lord, let Your will be done. Let Your will be done. His will is always perfect. His will always includes His own glory. There's nothing that you could do outside of His will that would bring Him more glory than what He Himself will bring. You know, I've told you all several times about when I was trying to decide, you know, what are you going to do for the rest of your life and and, uh, praying through those things. And I mean, I, I had a plan. I had a good plan, too, you know, and, uh, and I really, I wanted that plan to honor the Lord. But what I wanted from God was just a stamp of approval. To say, Tim, that, that's right. That, you know what? That's a better idea than what I was thinking about. <laughs> Boy, you are really in touch. I, you know, I want you to do that. And that's not what he had in mind at all. So let me share with you a scary story about how this works. It's April of 1985, maybe. Can't remember exactly the year. I remember it's April. I remember I had been spending several weeks asking God what He wanted me to do for the rest of my life. I remember setting the plan before him. I remember expecting, you know, to have this this feeling of assurance of, yes, this is, you know, this is the way. Walk in it and, you know, and go and be blessed. And, And my heart was just restless the whole time. And all those quiet times I had every day and asking the Lord, I never had peace in my heart about what I wanted to do. I was reading one day out of Ezekiel. I, mean, not obviously, I was reading about Elijah. That's not even close, is it? Where would that even come from? Uh, I was reading about Elijah in the still small voice. You know, and the Bible says there was this great fire and this great earthquake and this great wind, and God wasn't in any of that. And that's what I was, look, that's what I was looking out for. I was looking for some big sign. God, God, give me a big sign that this is the way I'm supposed to go. Then he said to Elijah, it's in the still, small voice that he just simply spoke to him. Here's a great thing about prayer. Number one, Elijah knew immediately who God was. He knew immediately when God spoke. And he knew immediately what God said. It's up to him to make the adjustment. But those three things should be true in your life. You should know that it's God who speaks. You should know that He is speaking. And you should know what He says just by spending time with Him. I knew. I mean, I knew. Clear as a bell, He told me that He wanted me to be a pastor. And I said, I ain't doing that. I mean I might yeah I might not do this but I ain't doing that, you know. And for the rest of that spring and summer I was just determined I was going to have my way. And so I went to University of Georgia. I began to test for their graphics department. You have to test into that. These are I mean the test is I mean, if I really want to simplify it for you, if you remember when comic books used to have the little pirate and the turtle on the back of it and said, draw this and turn it in, you know, it was kind of that kind of stuff. Here's here's something to do, now do it. Stuff I'd been doing my entire life. And I got up there in the midst of disobedience and could not do anything. Couldn't get into the graphics department. And so I settled for drawing and painting. I thought, well, you know, I mean, that's, that's close enough. At least I'll kind of get that. So I went through a couple of classes of that and realized, I hate this. I just hate it. It's not, it's not fun. The stuff I'm doing looks terrible, you know. What am I even doing here? And then the Lord said the same thing. Just like he did to Elijah, Tim, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And finally, I just said, okay, God, if you want somebody who can't talk plain, <laughs> you want somebody who's an introvert, you want, some, you want somebody like me, then, then, okay. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. I, I was at the point of Surrender. Surrendering to the will of God. Now, I know that what somebody wants to hear at that point is, I went immediately to the art table and drew like nobody's business. And I didn't. And I never could hardly do it anymore. And I never really even liked it anymore. it's because i never would surrender to the resolve of god and suffered the consequences for it if you will not surrender to him as king and you will not surrender to his will you will pay for that it's just the way it works is god gracious yes absolutely for me personally, more than I could ever imagine or ever even deserve. But it doesn't come until you're ready to be obedient to Him. Why does surrender come before the list of requests? Because if you're not willing to be obedient, no matter what, Why should he give you those requests? There's one final thing in here. Another message of surrender. We've hit all around it as we've talked about your kingdom come, your will be done. But he says your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What's it like in heaven? In heaven it's perfect. In heaven, it's not messed up with bad ideas that you think are great. In in heaven, it's not stained with sin. In heaven, everything is just right. And so I am to surrender to the righteousness of God. I'm to surrender to Him here as if I was there. You think you'll ever be disobedient to God in heaven? You think you'll ever push your own agenda in your own way? You're not going to do it there. Don't do it here. Surrender to Him. He is going to make everything right. Right. Now for some, I mean it's it's putting Humpty Dumpty back together again for some people. For some, it's you know it's a it's a lot of crooked ways that have to be made straight. But just like we reminded people at the funeral yesterday, we know that God causes all things to work together for good. To those who love God and are called according to His purpose. What you're trying to discover at the end of verse number two is the purpose of prayer is the purpose of God that I have yielded to.
0: This year at Brit David, we would like to challenge you to share the love of Christ with those you come into contact with each day. Remember, he who wins souls is wise. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at Britdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, three one nine zero nine. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.